Now that we're past the unofficial start of summer, the season may not be quite the same while we still battle the coronavirus, but luckily we can revisit the best of summer through film. We spoke with writer and critic Corey Hall for his list of the greatest cult summer movies, beginning with the sleeper hit Adventureland. So many of these movies are about getting in a car and hanging out with your friends, which is the quintessential sort of summer thing you do. A lot of these are about the end of school and that sense of limitless freedom of like three months to just do whatever you want to do. Summertime does speak to the teenage soul. It, it really does. That's what, a lot, that's what a lot of these movies are. I really have that excitement of some kind of new relationship or new adventures. Yeah. Starting off would be exactly that uh, that plot point there is Adventureland from 2009. So Jesse Eisenberg plays a, a teenager who goes off for his first summer job. I suggest you get a job. A summer job. Happy graduation, kiddo. I wrote for the Gordian Knot. It was a literary journal. No, I've never actually uh, driven an asphalt mixer per se, but um, I did once drive my friend's van to Wisconsin on a pretty lengthy road trip. What, what am I supposed to do? I'm not even qualified for manual labor. It's the true what goes on behind the scenes with carnies. And these these are all like, you know, high school and college kids that are taking a summer job, working the tilt-a-whirl and the uh, the ring toss game where you can never really win. You throw it on the milk jug. And, and it's really just, it's not a terribly big plot-oriented movie. It's really one, of, it's a hangout movie um, about, you know, just these finding relationships and budding relationships. You've also got... Um, Kristen Stewart, Ryan Reynolds is in this, Martin Starr from uh, from Silicon Valley and Freaks and Geeks. So it's a lot of, it's just a fun cast of people. Uh, Bill Hader is, is like the older guy and Kristen Wiig is in there. So it's just really a lot of talented, funny people uh, directed by Greg Matola. It's a great, it's a, kind of a cult classic and a little bit underseen, but a great fun hangout movie with some real feelings in it. All right, and moving right along, we are going to be talking about, uh, this is one of my favorite cult movies of all time, and I am always surprised, Corey, at the number of people who have never seen Wet Hot American Summer. It's a tragedy, really, that people haven't seen. I mean, it, it's it's one of the, it's a cult movie that has really built all of its following on video, because it came out, I, I want to say, in like September 2001. So really a great time for the movies. In fact, I remember walking by a, a poster for it in New York that summer like a coming soon poster and it just you know disappeared it's it's most of the stars of the state you know michael ian black all those guys hilarious people who you see in every comedy now were in this and also you know janine garoppolo um so a lot of really funny people it's it's a spoof of all of the camp movies of the 70s the summer camp movies your meatballs and your gorp and all of those uh late 70s camp movies uh this is just the ultimate sort of it's the airplane of camp movies take a trip back to 1981 with the special people who made summer camp unforgettable you guys aren't supposed to be out of your bunks you're in trouble the camp director four campers are stuck in the ropes course i meant to tell you about that yesterday could you get to it now the counselors. Wait for me, Abby Bernstein. Wait for me, my darling. It's a spoof movie of all of those tropes and really a lot of cutoff shorts and uh, volleyball and, and just really absurd situations. But it's a very, it's a hilarious movie. Cutoff shorts, short, short, cutoff shorts. The, sh the shortest. It is like the early 80s, I think, when this movie is supposed to be taking place. Yeah, it's like 1981 summer camp. And uh, I have to have been at that age, but it's, 
also much like Adventureland, it's the, the behind the scenes of the counselors. And, you know, I remember being in summer camp and the counselors were always up to shenanigans after we went to bed. A renegade piece of Skylab heading right for the camp. Oh my God. It could kill us all. Um, and this is just like the wild goings on of, of these camp counselors. And it's uh, it's a, it's hilarious. Every you'll Everybody in this, you'll go, oh, that guy. You'll recognize everybody because they're like the core of Hollywood comedy. They've just, for the last decade. Going from Wet Hot American Summer, which, which by the way, David Wayne, one of the uh, one of the, the producers and writers of this film, said that they tried to style this off of the next movie we're going to talk about, which is a classic Richard Linklater film, Dazed and Confused. This country is founded by people who were into aliens, man. George Washington, man, he was in a cult. And the cult was into aliens, man. You didn't know that? Oh, man, they were weighing in that type of stuff, man. Absolutely. 1993. Another movie where everybody in it became famous. Ben Affleck is like the bully in this movie. And uh, it's got got Parker Posey. It's got a lot of famous faces, people who would go on to be famous, and then some who who just didn't. But this movie captured that Matthew McConaughey, obviously, is iconic as the, the older guy that still hangs around the high school. What I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> Which is um, a trope we can all recognize. I mean, that's there's always that dude that, that should have stopped going to the high school parties a couple years ago, but he hangs out. <laughs> but it's kind of the iconic Matthew McConaughey role. And um, uh, this is another one. All these summer movies just, ha- they create an atmosphere and they create, there's not, it's not ever plot specific. It's like a place. It's, you want to be, uh, this is like the last day of school in 1977. And it's just like, let's all party up at the the water tower is as much of a plot as this movie has. But it's, uh, it's a delightful movie. And if you were, if you were like in high school, when this came out, you're nostalgic for that. When it was like the 90s nostalgia for the 70s, there's always like a 20 year gap where like the 70s were nostalgic for the 50s. <laughs> and now people are nostalgic for this movie from the 90s. Again, 1993, Dazed and Confused by Richard Linklater. Killer soundtrack is always a key to summer movies, and Dazed and Confused has a killer soundtrack of 70s rock and roll. And speaking of soundtrack, I took my troubles down to Madame Rue. Uh, you know that gypsy with the gold who kept you. She's got a pack on 34th and fine Selling little bottles of love potion number nine The last one, I think, is one like an iconic soundtrack. American Graffiti. So this, yeah, I might be wrong about this. Was this the first film that Harrison Ford ever starred in? It might be. He had bit parts in like, you know, Love American style and stuff like that. He was at this point a carpenter. He was like, Hollywood's not really working out, so I'm just going to build furniture. He ended up in the in this circle of Brian De Palma and Francis Ford Coppola and George Lucas, who directed this movie. And uh, yeah, he and I think he made somebody a coffee table, and they they said, "Hey, you're handsome. You could be you could be in this movie." <laughs> Everything that came after this references American Graffiti. This is like the iconic summer movie, definitely with a killer soundtrack. It's got a cameo from Wolfman Jack, uh, who, who's in there as kind of the mentor figure. Uh, Richard Dreyfus is in this, Cindy Williams, Ron Howard. Another movie in which 
everyone in it became famous. Um, you know, and they started out, and, and obviously Harrison Ford, who plays a drag racer. It's a plotless movie. It's people hanging out in Modesto, California, which is where George Lucas is from, and all of his obsessions with like hot rods and saving the pretty girl, uh, all the things you'd see in Star Wars. This one is, if you've never seen, if you've only known Lucas from Star Wars, this movie would completely blow your mind if you've never seen it. It really has a warmth and a humanity and a sense of fun that is different from anything else he did. And again, as we've been talking about, summer movies are almost always nostalgic in their own time period for a, a previous time period. And this, this one taking place on the last day of summer vacation, uh, it takes place in 1962 with the movie released uh, 10 years later. 1973 was when it was actually made. This is like the peak baby boomer nostalgia. <laughs> you know, the ad campaign said, where were you in 62? And it, I think for that generation, it really gave a, a huge wave of those good vibes and feelings. In the 70s, when... Uh, there was a lot of bad vibes going on in the movies. It was a time of a very, you know, cynical, dark endings. And this was a total mood changer. The Vietnam War, all of that stuff. This was a light breeze that blew in the window. And uh, I think that's why this was a massive hit. If you didn't grow up in the early 60s or the 70s, you can still enjoy this movie. It's, it's a multi-generational movie that speaks to pretty much anyone who sees it because it really catches that moment of youth and the the... The fading moment of youth. It's a little bit bittersweet, but it's also uh, just a fun movie to ride.